Hello. Hi, Ria. Hi, Porva. Did we just start a pod? Yeah, dude, I think we did. Well, welcome back to After 21, everybody. What's going on, Ria? Not much. Um, it is a Sunday morning, my time, ready for a nice, relaxing Sunday. But what about you? Oh my God, how I wish I was in the US right now. I am in India and it is a Sunday evening and I, not even evening actually guys, it's like 10 p.m. on a Sunday night and I am dreading to go to work tomorrow. Um, Update for the pod, I moved cities again and I am in the midst of house hunting and I'm in the midst of counting finances, checking my bank balances and swiping my card. So there's that. Moving is kind of anxious, like anxiety inducing because I'm like looking at housing and stuff like that now too. And I was like, dang, like the amount of times that your credit card like swipes, swipes. when you're just like out and about looking at housing, I like forget what that looks like. I think it's funny because when you and I graduated college, we like moved automatically to another city. So we were in this headspace of first job after college, everything's going to go great. Then COVID hit and we both moved back home. So now for me, when I have to restart that whole process of like being an adult in like mid twenties, I'm just like, oh shit, I forgot that I had to pay for this or oh shit. I know. (laughs) Oh my God. I keep staring at my bank account and being like, this much money is going to leave every month oh my god I haven't guys I'm at this point where my bank account is just like give me money like literally give me money and I cannot wait because in India like you don't get bi-weekly salaries you get monthly salaries so like I started working the end of May so I didn't get my salary for the end of May it's like comprehensively given to you at the end of June so I'm just like the expenses are pooling up this high and I'm just like money money like I need the money but uh, but today I think that's a, a great segue to introduce our topic for this episode and that is budgeting I should have been a little more excited when I said that but no I think we need like a little like noise button you know how they press it and the audience goes woo but um I don't know about you Rhea but I have definitely been through this roller coaster with budgeting wherein like my first job out of college I was spot on like I bought a finance book called the financial diet and I like you know mapped out I remember the whole- this actually yeah I remember this oh my god I think I was influenced by my internship at a financial firm but I was just like creating maybe just a little just a little like When I tell you this was excessive, I like created like an entire Excel spreadsheet and I had like a whole thing built out where I like literally divided my income and told myself, Apoorva, you can't spend more than like a thousand dollars on this this, and this. Yeah, I I think that's a first job thing. I had I had an Excel spreadsheet that like calculated everything as well to like I think that was also to figure out how much rent I could afford because I was like I don't know and my dad also like sat down and made it with me um my spreadsheet ended up just like not like it existed and I think I used it for like a month maybe but my spending was different than what I had predicted on the spreadsheet so it didn't really matter I know. I think like this is 
kind of like for our newbies who are like jumping out of college and have no idea about finances whatsoever it's very important to like create some sort of a structure because the real world is so overwhelming like i remember when i got my first paycheck i was like i could afford a 20 dollar uber without splitting it with someone because hell yeah i'm making bank but i mean <laughs> but like pretty much over the course of a couple weeks of me doing what i did i realized i cannot afford that so i think like when you start right out of college it's very important to feel things out and like quickly create a structure for yourself in terms of budget yeah and it can be like a loose structure or it can be a very like a thought out structure depending on what you want like i think the spreadsheet method does work especially to keep track of all your expenses sometimes but yeah. um also sometimes maybe it doesn't work like for me i thought that i would have a lot more expenses than i was having and then I was also traveling a lot for work so I was spending like a lot less um, and I ended up just like not needing as strict of that budget because like mm -hmm. I thought I was gonna have a car and then I didn't have a car so like a lot of that came back to me but it was good to know what that foundational framework kind of was and now going and moving to LA and I was like okay I need to like start keeping some sort of awareness but what I kind of do is I have like a relatively loose framework where I'm like, this is how much rent is probably going to be. Like, I don't want to go over a certain yeah. amount. This is how much utility is going to be. This is how much a car is going to be. This is how much my gym membership is going to be. And like, this is how much groceries are going to be. Yeah. No matter what, I give myself like kind of a hundred dollars per Pushing. weekend almost. Yeah for like going out and spending and then in my head I was like I just had a goal of like I want to save x amount per month so like yeah. I'm not even letting that money stay in my checking account like once a month yeah. I'm just having an automatic transfer so it goes yeah. out so when I look at my bank account I only have a certain amount no I really love that you say that because I was so again this is very person to person thing like I don't know if I'd be very good as a person if I had like a strict framework because I'm someone who follows things by the book so if I have like a a curb say at like a purva you can't spend more than x amount and I do internally I beat myself up so like the loose framework method works for me but it is it is what it is per person but essentially kind of establish a loose framework like I think if you're someone who likes the numbers and I did initially like the the book that I read for starters told me that okay human if you're gonna start budgeting in general kind of look at your paycheck and split it the general rule of thumb is like 50 30 20 or there's another rule of thumb that's like 80 20 which is 80 percent expenses 20 percent fun or the 50 30 20 rule is basically 50 percent goes towards your fixed expenses so that could be something like your rent it could be something like health insurance your loans etc and then 30 percent is fun so like for yourself spend it for yourself spend it on those dinners whatever you want to do and the 20 percent is invest so keep that for your future pool but like obviously we're human and that's never going to be followed to the t you're in your 20s like we gotta have some fun but i think a loose framework is a great great start i like to over budget so that like yeah you have same extra and you're like pleasantly surprised <laughs> yeah no i agree i'm someone who's the same that's like 
let me put my cushion for investing maybe like at 30% and reduce my fun element from like 30% to 20% of my expenses because I want to save and I want to have that good future. So I think like in general, if you're someone who's just starting off with budgeting, go explore, see how the average life costs and based on that kind of creative framework. Um, And I think like what Ria told me, told us about kind of automatic transfers, that's a hot tip number two, guys. Like I used to do that so much. Like um, Ria, I don't know if you used to do this, but whenever I used to get my paycheck, literally I would set an automatic transfer of 10% of my paycheck goes towards my savings account. So it's just untouched. It goes into this account that, you know, I wouldn't touch until I needed to. And it would kind of pool and pool and pool and pool just because in case I ran out of a job, which I did a year and a half after I started earning, I knew I had a cushion for myself. So I just kept automatically deducting money in case there was an emergency. I have always had an automatic transfer actually. Um, So since I was young, I think I had heard somewhere that you're supposed to serve like the 10% of your salary. And at that point I was getting a like a little allowance from my parents. So I started that rule with that allowance. And then now I don't do a percentage anymore. Now I'm just like, I, my goal is to save this amount per year. So that's like, this amount per month, um, which is like kind of scary because you're like, you are like, wow, I don't actually have a lot of discretionary income. But then you also think about things like buying a car, which I'm in the process of doing, or like buying a house, um, which I would like to do before I'm 30. So I'm just like, okay. So also having a wedding, like I start to go to all these weddings and I'm like, shit, how much was this wedding? very far from getting married but I think about like this is going to cost a lot but I think that's like a great tip for like the folks who are listening which is at at a time in your life where you're just like okay for example I want to save for grad school and I know how much that gives me a ballpark figure in my head so I'm just like okay every time I'm earning my paycheck I'm going to automatically deduct this and put it into a separate account that says grad school account or it could just go into that bulk savings account like Or I read this in a book as well. Like if you are someone who is very like organized with your finances, kind of create buckets in your accounts and you can do it in your bank account where you're just like, this goes towards travel. This goes towards buying houses. This goes towards just general savings. And at its core, I think just like having a goal, like Ria said, maybe you want to get married in a couple of years and maybe you want that Sabiasachi Langa and maybe that's going to cost you a bomb. So why not start budgeting for that right now? Yeah, no, for sure. I think like the key is knowing around what you want or like what you want to give yourself um, and trying to work within that. And also like we live in a great, I guess, I don't know if I want to call it like a hustle culture or whatever you want to call it, but most people are able to do more than one thing to a certain extent. So like if you're situation isn't supporting the lifestyle you want to live financially then like you can look at those numbers and be like I want a part-time job another thing I think like I made the mistake of and I don't know if you did this Ria but it was like I was so over proactive when I started making money that I started jumping into everything so when I say everything it was like okay, I'm going to start like a fixed deposit where I'm not going to touch it for like 10 months. Okay, I'm also going to start like a 
investment account and start investing. Okay, I'm gonna like save, save, save. And it kind of became like a balancing act that I could quickly realized I couldn't balance because I was doing a hundred things at once. And it was just like a mathematical fuck up for the lack of a better term. And that was kind of when my brother actually told me this and my dad told me this too, which was like, when you're saving or budgeting, you are so kind of motivated with the idea of, I want this in a couple of years. You forget that at its core, you need to kind of have a cushion for yourself first before you start venturing out into other avenues like for example like saving up six months worth of money for yourself so that you have the confidence to like go venture out and do other things so then like essentially if you have six months worth of rent or six months worth of expenses saved up in your savings account you can use that additional money that you have into other avenues like investments like you know further looking at other other methods of making money like crypto or whatever that might interest you. But yeah, my biggest lesson was don't try a lot with your first paycheck. Just keep it simple. Definitely keep it simple. Um, I think also one thing that's important to kind of talk about is like, we did talk a lot about savings, but oftentimes the first um, paycheck that you get isn't very much and you don't have a lot of room to save. So you kind of are like stuck in a place of like, okay, well, I can either limit my lifestyle or I can save more. Um, And I actually, as we're talking about this, started to like write out my budget because I was like, (laughs) let me double check on what my LA budget is again. But one of the things that I was also thinking about is like, I had a pretty big number in my head for savings, um, which is obviously great. But then I thought like, do I really want to also not limit my life, but like, do I want to give myself a little bit more wiggle room and not be rigid so that I also feel like I am enjoying my life and I'm not stressed about something, um, which is something just to like take into account. Like that savings number is there, but also yeah. you do want to make sure that you're allowing yourself grace to like live life. No, I'm so glad you said that because that was one of the first advice I got because I was stressing about all of these things. And literally everybody around me was like, you're making money for the first time, or this is your first job, or maybe your second job, you're 23, 24 years old. Yes, you got to save, but also, yes, you have to enjoy because you don't want to deprive yourself of those things that we've spoken about in previous episodes too, that define you. So um, Mm -hmm. definitely something that is a key reminder for most people. And I think even going off of that, one thing I think has dawned on me is every time you get a job or every time you move a city, it's almost impossible to save for the first three to four months until you're settled, like getting a house or uh, renting out, I don't know, a new car until you get a car of your own. Or, I mean, I'm doing this now, like staying in a hotel room until you get your house sorted. Like they're all expenses and that is okay because that's a part of growing up, restarting. And also it's a part of your budget. Like you have to, you know, pay attention to those expenses because those are inevitable expenses. Yeah. Um, It's also kind of like, I mean, more than just that, you're meeting a lot of people in the first month that you go there and you're often meeting people in public spaces. So like that also costs money. You know what, guys, 
I think this topic was pretty much kind of a rudimentary episode on what we think about budgeting. We're not financial gurus, but we definitely, I think the one thing that we both follow is having a loose framework and being aware of what goes in and what goes out. Because at the end of the day, like budgeting is all about configuring to your lifestyle and your lifestyle choices. And as long as you're aware, you are aware of what is happening and you are not literally what's that movie again confessions of a shopaholic where you're literally just like <laughs> like going out there and giving your credit card um you're you're in a good spot and with that let's wrap up our takeaways so number one is that to just have some type of framework whether it's a loose framework or like a very structured framework whatever works for you but have a framework for how you want to be spending Number two is trust automatic transfers. Legitimately set that timeline, link your accounts, send the money away even before you know it, because that's the best way to one, save, two, pay your bills on time, and three, not go over debt or over your curb of expenses. Number three is that also allowing yourself some wiggle room. You want to focus on the future, but you also want to focus on making sure you're living life in the moment and having fun. So figure out what that balance is for you. Lastly, keep it simple. Like budgeting does not have to be like a five-step process where you're investing and you're creating an emergency fund for yourself and a travel fund and hundred other things you can just, so yeah, keep it simple, you guys. So with that, you guys, we just wrapped up another episode. Um, we will see you next Wednesday to get you through your hump day. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks, guys.